Welcome back to Money with Mac and G. It's great to be here. And thank you for being here with us. We'd love to have you. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube or on our website, www.edgeaccounting.com. We've recently been talking about the phrase, knowledge is power. Such a great short quote that is often attributed to Francis Bacon from his meditation Socrate in 1597. But Thomas Jefferson wrote the phrase in several letters he wrote when he was alive. And the interesting part is that each time he used it, it was in a reference to starting a state university in Virginia. It appears that one of our founding fathers thought that through education, you could gain knowledge, which created influence and could lead to significant change in the world, which would be powerful. And learning more about money is one form of education that can give you the power to make changes in your own life. But Kenner, didn't you want to talk about Robert Kiyosaki, the author of the well-known book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? He always has interesting thoughts about work, investing, and ownership. This book, which talks about education, is named Why A Students Work for C Students and B Students Work for the Government. He also says that schools put out E students who are employees. That would be classified as an A student. He read well, memorized things well, and repeated facts on tests very well. He knew how to play the game, so he could go to college and become a CPA. Surprisingly, it says C students grow up to be innovators, and they create new ideas, businesses, and products. So, A students are supposed to be creative visionaries, dreamers, and entrepreneurs. That's because the schools don't teach that. So, Kiyosaki pushed his parents to drop the idea of being obsessed about grades and pushed being creative with concepts, ideas, and finding a child's true inner genius. I wouldn't stop working at school just yet, but there are some interesting ideas here. Steve Jobs could be called a C student, who became wildly successful and hired the A students who were lawyers, accountants, and school smart, while B students went into government jobs. That doesn't sound like a very nice thing to say. So, what's the deal with education in letter grades? Before we get into it, I want to point out that libraries are full of information and potential knowledge. Dad once told me that historically, a country or nation was measured in wealth by the size of its libraries. It sometimes took more than one year to copy a book with all that information. It was powerful. I agree. That took major amounts of manpower. Even Andrew Carnegie, one of the richest people of all time, created almost 1,700 libraries from about $60 million around 125 years ago. He said, A library outranks any other one thing a community can do to benefit its people. It is a never-failing spring in the desert. He also said there's not such a cradle democracy upon the earth as the free public library. This republic of letters, where neither rank, office, nor wealth receives the slightest consideration. How about this quote, the man who dies rich dies in disgrace. Those are all great. Hey, I think we did a good job getting some good money stuff in there. But education is pretty important stuff. Thinking on your own, being creative, and learning how things work is power. I found out that Afghanistan doesn't allow girls to go to school. And there are many places where it's terribly hard to get access to school or too dangerous or expensive. We should be grateful. For sure. At one time, men were considered smarter than women. Just check my report card. Hey, why are you trying to start a fight? I got just as much, if not more, brain power than you, buddy. You're right. It just goes to show perceptions have changed. It was actually very difficult to say. In the 1800s, we brought a model of education that came from the German state of Prussia. It was during the Industrial Revolution. That's when we started to produce products by machine instead of by hand. Kids were put into classes based on age, and everyone moved along at the same pace. Some say it was like the Industrial Revolution on a conveyor belt. The factory, workers, and raw materials. So the factory was the school, and workers were the teachers, and the students were the raw materials. And the product that came out was an educated young adult. You are learning something. It was introduced in the U.S. as egalitarian. 
That means everyone could get an education, and it was free. The world needed a reliable, reproducible, uniform workforce. I guess you shouldn't have someone working molten steel who didn't understand what they were doing. Oops, I spilled some on my toe. That would be bad. Very bad. And no more toe. I guess in 1870, public education was common, but there were no standards, so it wasn't consistent. Some good, some bad. So in 1892, 10 of those really smart guys, led by the president of Harvard, came up with the idea that everyone needed 12 years of school, which included the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Funny. They were crazy forward-thinking. Many believe now that it didn't offer enough opportunity to think, create, or build on new ideas, which is needed all the time. It's been around for about 120 years. This was before our highway interstate system, TVs, vaccines, and any knowledge of DNA. But the world was your oyster if you could finish. But maybe now our thinking needs to be an upgrade. Got that right. Information is everywhere and easily sent all over the world and into your homes, bedrooms, family rooms, and dad sometimes reads in the you-know-where. I sure do, and prefer not to think about that. So, Kiyosaki was a bit controversial. You know, he caused a bit of ruckus for some of these ideas. But he goes on to talk about cash flow quadrants, which are pretty interesting. He talks about E, S, B, and I. And how being in the I quadrant is a pretty good place to be if you like to build your wealth and secure your financial future through investing. Sounds like we need to dive into those letters a bit. Yep, so if education was put together to give people skills so they could provide the manpower or woman power that was needed to energize the Industrial Revolution, it made sense to teach them students the knowledge to be an employee. So, if you're working for someone else, that's an E for employee. It could be stable and you have a job. If you want to be self-employed, which is an S, you can own the job you do. That means instead of making gloves in a factory, you go on Etsy and you sell your own specialized gloves. Maybe some really cool ones for people who love riding their bike during the winter. Like dad! But if you want to be a business owner, which is a B, you own the system of making the gloves and hire other people to make bigger quantities that you sell to a lot more people. Then, if you want to put your money to work, you could be an I, which is an investor. You own part of the company by providing capital, which is money, and you get some benefits when it succeeds. That's pretty powerful. Schools are changing for sure. Access to any teacher anywhere for subjects on anything is so incredibly exciting. Even having Kiyosaki's information gives you insights. You're right about that. We may need to change our thinking, but owning a business can be risky. However, it has big rewards. Being an investor is much better when you have your money work for you, for sure. But being an employee can be risky. If you can't do work, you don't always get paid. If you invest well, your money can do a lot for you, no matter if you are awake, playing video games, or sleeping. That's the overtime I can really be on board with. So, it's time to be extra thankful, as this is easily the greatest time in history if you seek knowledge. You can choose from anything and get it anywhere you want. Knowledge is power and can lead you to money. Even if schools teach you to be employees, what do you want to be? An E, B, S, or I? I wonder what Jefferson would have said about that. I'm not sure, but maybe he would have changed the way he looked at the University of Virginia. That sounds about right. I think it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for being here, and until next time. Bye. Bye.